What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 36. Today, I am joined by Ace. Hiya. And a severely ill Dave. Hi. Uh, so, apologies in advance if I don't manage to uh, save your eardrums from the coughing, sneezing, slash cussing of Dave. Um, but I think you can understand where he's coming from. So, um, I've got our protective shield up in the uh, studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, death, illness. It's not Ebola. We're fine. <laughs> as long as it's not the T virus. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, G virus. Uh, you didn't inject yourself with that stuff, did you? Mm, maybe. Oh, no. Uh, so today we have the return of trivia. Um, I'm going to talk about the Sexy Brutale, and we're going to go over our favorite demos from years past. There are so many different names for that, and I was watching the Beam stream on TA the other day regarding the name for Sexy Brutale. Oh, no kidding. Huh. Rich was trying to work out how to say the name. Sexy Brutale? That, that yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't strike me as too difficult, but... It's yeah. different accents say different. I guess maybe, yeah, I guess. See, for me, it. it'd be sexy brutale. Hmm. Because of the E on the end. Yeah. And well, for you, it's, it's sexy brutale. I think it's supposed to be French. Yeah. So, le, le sexy brutale? I don't know. I'm not going to pretend. See what I mean? We're already arguing about the name of it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Okay, so let's let's uh, sidestep that, and we'll go straight for the news. Uh, Lost Legacy has been dated, and it has gotten a trailer, uh, which is now on the site. Um, have, have either of you had a chance to see the the um, trailer, which was actually a scene from the game? <laughs> for which one, sorry? Uh, uh, Lost Legacy, uh, Uncharted. Lost oh, Legacy. oh, the, uh, the you I actually have I had look having it look fun. Yeah, uh, it it seems to kind of go back a little ways to the uh, in slightly antagonistic uh, teamwork of Sully and Nate, <laughs> uh, rather than the uh, you can do no wrong Sully and Nate of later years. Mm. Um, but uh, looks good. As much as I did enjoy Uncharted, um, I couldn't really get past the first one to complete anymore. So. Uh, Although this one does actually look quite fun. Indeed. Um, it's going to come to North America on August 22nd for $40, $50 in uh, Canada, and then for an undisclosed price in Europe the following day. £90. And, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe if you pre-order, you get uh, the original Jack when it's released as a PS2 classic uh, on PS4. But is they that the JAK version? Yes. Yeah. JAK. Uh, yeah. The precursor legacy. So mm-hmm. perhaps that is also coming out that same day. Um, we we don't actually know, but I can I can feel the excitement here. <laughs> well, I do remember Jack. Um, I've seen parts of it. I just can't remember what it was about. Um, it's like earlier when we were on about ukulele. Yeah. And it reminded, yeah, all right, it's from them that made Banjo-Kazooie. 
Yeah. And I remember why I stopped playing Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo. <laughs> the annoying wow. speaking noises that they tried to make irritated me. I turned it off after 10 minutes. <clears throat> I ended up actually playing a little bit of ukulele, and that was like the first thing. I It started going with the weird sounds and whatever, yeah. and I immediately checked the menu to see if I could turn off those sounds, and there is no such option, and I was a little bit saddened. It's why you put earplugs in. Yeah, I know, right? The music is unfortunately really good, though, so then I'd be losing out on the on the music. So um. I highly doubt it. <laughs> I will have to find out. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to shun it. So it's great that Uncharted is coming out soon. It's coming out the 22nd. Apparently, it's going to be a longer game, and it's only going to be 40 bucks. So not bad for an Uncharted game. Uh, oh, and if you have the Season Pass or several other passes from uncharted 4 you actually can get the game for free minus pre-order bonuses so that's pretty cool that actually sounds pretty decent well yeah i mean it's so if you, got the, if you got the original game for 60 bucks you got the original game for 60 bucks and then you get the the season pass or whatever you could probably get it fairly cheap at this point and then you'd get the game for free probably at like half price well, I paid twenty. I think it was twenty-five pound for Uncharted Four. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it had come down a lot in price when I bought it. Yeah. Um. I also bought the uh, Nathan Drake collection uh, for oh. the PS4 as well. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, help people with this one. It was just on sale. I think for like five bucks or something for the whole like. Nathan Drake collection or something. It is worth it, but I've only played the first Uncharted. Yeah. Um, in other new-ish games, uh, Battlefield 2 was officially revealed, and it will be coming this fall. Sorry, it's Battlefield 2. Did I say Battlefield? You Battlefield. said Battlefield 2. I'm ill, and I, I heard that. <laughs> uh, Battlefront <laughs> as in the Star Wars game which so the ba- Battlefront 2 is being released again um, <laughs> the, so it's going to have an actual single player campaign where you play as an Imperial after the events of Return of the Jedi um, so you're going to play in the collapsing um, Empire in the events that lead up to uh, The Force Awakens ah, so you're not, you're not on Endor being attacked by teddy bears and no so so there, there is a trailer and i think we actually have this up on the site too um there is actually a trailer and basically the trailer starts off with the uh destruction of the second death star so presumably it's like destruction of second death star will probably be the opening of this game but uh, we we have no confirmation it's just hypothetical it'll probably be like the tutorial mission or something and then it'll jump after that and and you'll actually play the game uh, it, takes, it's more yeah. like the third death star by now isn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right um so uh but you're gonna follow i think it was a uh originally a pilot or something um but anyways so it does have a story it takes place after return of the jedi um and leads up to the force awakens uh and then obviously it's going to have all that multiplayer sweetness so sweetness. Player multi- <laughs> yeah 
Sweetness. So what you mean is there's going to be two single-player missions to complete the game, and then there's a multiplayer. This is EA. Yeah. I'm not... (sighs) Well... We'll uh, we'll see how uh, it goes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not excited, and I'm not <laughs> not holding my breath for that one. I think I'm sure. I'm sure I a lot of people. Enjoy... You hold your breath. I will give you ten pound if you do. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, a lot of people did enjoy Battlefront. Maybe, possibly, but um, I did try I to play it, but I, and that sounds such a bad idea for a single player campaign. I mean, I, I'm I'm probably one of the grouchy lot that are just like. For the love of God, do another Jedi Academy or another, you know, right. Star Wars. Right? Or what was that one? Was there Star Wars 2017 or something? It was a project that got canned. Oh, no. It was um, 2020. I can't remember what the number was, but it was, it was the number was supposed to represent, like, the level of Coruscant that the game took place on. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't remember. What it was. But that was that was an awesome looking game until they canned it. I know. That's, um, that's what we want. Not more of this mass multiplayer that's i think it's just one of those things you know like i'm a single player kind of guy and i love star wars for all of the stories not the <laughs> nameless battles that happen all over the place yeah. um, but well, i'm know, just no- missing i'm just missing a good chance for the lightsaber again i really enjoyed those jedi knight yeah. and um jedi academy ones so they, they were really good they, they did quite well mm-hmm. and there's nothing really like that on the next gen, no. even the last gen, really. So, I mean, the closest I think you came to that was probably um, the Force Unleashed, but I, oh, I yeah. wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't mind them going back to that well again either. Yeah, you know? that that was they, they weren't too bad either. Yeah, I played that one one two. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's uh, I think kind of the equivalent of playing with Legos, except for people that are crazy into Star Wars. So. Um, like yourself that's true no shortage of yeah, lego right. star wars games is there yeah <laughs> there's no shortage of any lego games i've started playing that lego worlds and i don't understand it so <clears throat> yeah. how long do you think before we get an announcement of like lego star wars 8 i'm surprised i know coming out that is probably already in the pipeline just oh, for e3 <laughs> i'm I'm more surprised that they didn't even manage to get one out for uh, Rogue. Rogue, yeah. yeah. Give it a minute. Maybe that'll be Rogue easy. One. I know, right? <laughs> well, I'll show the, I'm sure they'll do an episode eight and they'll lump in the Rogue One content. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, so for it's going to come out November 9th or be withheld until November 14th if you have the deluxe edition or the 17th. Um, so if you get the regular edition. So basically the actual release date is the 17th and they're just, if you pay extra money, you can play early. Um, ah, cause they love that these days, don't they? No, especially. No, uh, no, no. I did that for battlefield one and I got the game two days early. Totally not uh, worth it. Right. Um, I've had more fun shaving my legs <laughs> with a rusty razor blade. Yeah, the, Did the, you specifically try to do it with the rusty razor blade, or is that all you had? <laughs> that is all I had, but it is a, gotcha. basically a figure of speech. have a clean knife. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Battlef- EA with Battlefield and Star Wars, great games, but they could be so much better. Yeah. If, yeah. if they actually started doing the content as content instead of 
putting together a five-hour game and then going, oh, you can have all this extra content for $40 in the DLC season pass. No. Uh, no, 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 that doesn't work. I feel like I just saw another game was talking about how you're going to get a whole bunch of extra stuff for free. Hey, I know what will look good in Star Wars. What? Zombies. <laughs> so... This this early release thing, I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of this early, early release thing. It doesn't really work out for the gamers. Yeah, yeah, you pay extra. All you end up doing is sort of beta testing their servers, don't you? Yep. And they're yeah. they're up up and down like a yo yo the first few days anyway. So well, it's it's useless. Um, they've got to stop doing that. It'd be better to say, um, okay, you get um, maybe like double XP for the first couple of days, or you get I don't know some special thing add on right. for yeah something like that so it's like oh yeah okay that's worthwhile doing it and i get that but not to separate the community into you know a smaller group that's going to do that and then have really untested servers that are falling apart until they they kind of get their head around and go right okay we need like 20 more start them up you know and and, and get their cloud yeah. going right you know well <laughs> as i say I, I did do that with battlefield one i bought the off the PlayStation Store, I bought the Battlefield One super early, two two or three days early deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just a it's such an don't get me wrong. It was worth it for the single player campaign. I played the online, and playing the online that two days early was actually okay. The servers were quite good. Um, there was no lag issues. There wasn't really any technical problems, but now when you try and play online on Battlefield One, it jumps around so bad. Yeah. So from then to now, it's like something's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it's a weird, disgusting kind of practice. Hey, you know, you spend a little extra money, you get a leg up on everybody. You know, you get the experience of playing it first, and and it's like you know, if it's like that your one game that you're going to buy that year because you're a crazy Star Wars fan. Now you're kind of like screwing over this star diehard Star Wars fan because they didn't have the extra money to pony up for something like EA Access or whatever. It's like... Well, it's... Yeah, it's, but it's, it's not just that. It's that's really not actually that. worth it either. <laughs> I have that and it's not worth it. It's if they don't don't keep to it and they don't keep the servers up or it just can't cope and yeah. you end up just yeah what was the point in me paying extra for a couple of days of beta testing for them you know yeah, yeah. that that's what annoys me is that kind of stuff um you know yeah yeah it's just it's, it's happened a couple of times with ones of that i've done i'm just like oh, i'm not bothering with that anymore it, uh, it's same with uh and as you know i've just played uh Ghost Recon, and I played the alpha of the game, I played the beta of the game, and I actually found the alpha and the beta more engaging than the actual full game. That's ironic. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and not surprising, I mean, wasn't, you know, a million people on there, so. Interesting, so officially revealed and it's coming out for November. Yeah, it's not too surprising. We're thinking it's not going to be a very long campaign, and they're probably just reusing the same engine and everything from like the first one. So probably, um, possibly, yeah, but they might also be using that Frostbite three technology as well. Yeah, 
I, I'm not entirely sure what kind of technology they're going to be using. I don't know that the game needs any more technology improvement. I mean, the game looked, the first one looked gorgeous. So I, I don't think they really need to do a whole lot of work in that area. Maybe just tweak it a little bit. So it's a, yeah, so it's a little bit more fun to play. <laughs> um, well, but, I guess it depends how much you can do in the engine or how many, what changes you can make within mm-hmm. the scope of, yeah. of and then, the established structure, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, before we move on, it's worth noting that um, in this instance, the multiplayer will contain content from all three eras of uh, the major Star Wars story as it is. So, How long has Star to... Wars actually been going? It's more than three eras by now, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, it I mean, it's so... got to be like 500 decades. And I'm sure Luke Skywalker was around in the year 500 BC. Yeah, right. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure what is because it it used to include like Kotor, which took place three thousand years before the main story. Um, but now it doesn't. And I was so, joking about that. Yeah, well, hey, you know, uh, you you asked, and so I answered. That's what you get. Um, uh, anyways, so we're gonna move on got to Jar Jar Binks in it. That's just probably the best thing to do. And moving on from that. <laughs> I'd rather watch um, Harry Potter. Yeah, right? Um, so, on a much better note, uh, Prey 2 is going to be releasing a demo. Um, it's going to be releasing on April 27th, which is roughly a week before the main game comes out. Um, so you can mess around. I think it's like the first hour or so of the game. You're not going to be able to beat a test it properly then, are you? Well, but it's actually a demo and not a beta. Well, yeah. You're not going to be able to demo it properly. Yeah, right. Well, you know, it's good to have something at least. I was going to say, it's quite rare to get a demo anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it actually is these days, really, isn't it? You don't really see many demos. Tons of them, but actual demos, not so much. I have to give uh, Bethesda the the high five on this one on calling it a demo and not a beta or something stupid like that because it actually says like I mean realistically we know that betas are essentially demos but with the added caveat that they can just be like oh oh it's a work in progress that thing that was broken won't be broken in the final version or whatever uh-huh. Whereas they can't say case, that was seven days to go can they it's probably gone well they, gold. that's true they could they <laughs> they couldn't um, but at least you know they're calling it a demo and not a beta so they're actually being like hey, this this is the game, you know? You're not, we're not going to BS you or anything. So Yeah, although to be honest, most betas should probably be described as a, a server stress test or load test. <laughs> really, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that will be coming on the 27th. Uh, be on the lookout for that because the game is looking pretty good and I definitely want to see if it's as good as it looks. Um, Can it hold up to the original? Uh, I'm not actually I mean, it's, it's, supposed to be, it's it's supposed to be drastically different. Oh, right, uh, actually, okay. I said prey too, didn't I? Because it's not actually yes. prey too. It's just it's just prey. Um, I don't know why I put that in there, uh, oh. but it yeah, because it, it's actually it's just a different game that is using the prey name apparently. <laughs> so they, how can open about that? That's not that's not right, is it? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to sit and scratch my head in a corner. Leave me alone. Okay, sounds good. Uh, (laughs) If you want to scratch your head even harder, in Japan, 
Dragon Quest XI will have a special edition that releases with both the PS4 and 3DS versions in the same package. Now, this is particularly interesting because there's a Vita version and a, I don't know, Wii U or Switch version or whatever. Um, And so instead of releasing the 3DS and Switch version and the PS4 version and the Vita version, they're releasing it in one package, the PS4 version and the 3DS version. How does that work then? Yeah, right. <laughs> so is that a console, a 3DS, and two games in a pack? Uh, I have no idea. It, <laughs> right? It's just like, how did they manage to swing? You know, hey, Sony, Nintendo, remember how you two are fighting over the same uh, market? Uh, well, we're going to release this game on both of your platforms and then stick both versions in the same pack and somehow get both of them to agree to this. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how that works. Is, is, is it in the console pack but with the console hardware? Oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't believe so. Um, it, it's just the, uh, the game, the game, the, the games themselves, the games. Is, right. Okay. So it's, it's a PS4 disc and a 3DS game cart in the same box. Exactly. Exactly. Aha, right, okay. Yeah. I was like, who's, who's going to want to get a PlayStation 4 and a 3DS at exactly the same time with the same game on both? I, I, didn't, I, didn't quite... yeah. I was also scratching my head at the exact same thing. I didn't understand it at all. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this is apparently happening and I can't okay. imagine any other thing would have enough clout in Japan to be able to do this, except for maybe Dragon Dragon Quest. It's probably one of the only times you'll ever see it in the entire history of video games. So, So basically, people want this game, they go out, they buy the game, and they end up with it for PlayStation 4 and 3DS. So, if they haven't got got both of them already, then they could consider going out and getting one because they've got a game for it already. Yeah, right. Uh, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's it's That's a weird way to save money, I suppose. So, yeah. is it a 3DS cart in a PlayStation Four package a, a case, right. or is it because you can't fit a PlayStation what a four disc in a 3DS box, or is it like a completely well, custom box? It's a special edition, so it's probably got a custom package. You know, custom package. Yeah, cardboard. yeah, it'll, it'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheapy cardboard, and, and yeah, it'll be you know four times as thick as a normal as normal packaging for no apparent reason um, huh. and and have clear plastic so you can see both carts yeah. within it oh, i can't wait things. for that to show up on the internet and people take pictures yeah i just want yeah. to see what it looks like yeah uh, yeah exactly i was like, curious weird didn't it uh, i need, need life <laughs> speaking of packaging changes uh, the ps4 slim will be re-releasing with a one terabyte hard drive uh this month so, if you're planning on getting a PS4 Slim, you may want to wait and make sure that you get a one terabyte version, uh, because it's going and to be... And also a fast stand to go with it. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be retailing for the same price as the previous version. So, you're going to pay the same money, but you'll get an extra half terabyte of hard drive space. With a caveat that you don't get the full amount, do you? It's kind of a big... No, you get 846 gigabyte. Yeah, yeah. I only know as I've got one and I've had to have it replaced due to the fact they overheat. Hmm. What the hard drive? <sighs> really? The PS4 Slim. Oh, oh. PS4 Slim. Oh, yeah, they overheat. Not enough space to uh, get rid of that heat, huh? 
Basically, it's like everything from the PS4, the, the fat one, shrunk yeah. down, but trying to do all the work on the fat PS4. It isn't mm. going to work, so the fan can't keep up. That's it. I thought they already had one terabyte in them. I thought that was one of the points of having this. Um, they were supposed to all be with the slim and the super <sighs> slim. Now, if they were going to say, we'll package it with a two terabyte, I'd possibly be interested. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think I think originally it was supposed to be a 500 gig, but like they were releasing at the same time a, a I don't know Uncharted version or something or Call of Duty that had a one terabyte something like that. Um, but I might be conflating that with the uh, Xbox One S, which I know did the same thing. So I'm not mm. sure that I'm right on that. So that that means it's on par with the storage in a Pro as well, doesn't it? Because that's one terabyte. I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're ever gonna. Do you think they might do a new pro model soon then with two terabyte? Um, I don't Quite know. possible I mean, to keep up with the Scorpio. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, right now anything's kind of on the table. Now that Scorpio's specs are out there, who knows what Sony's going to try and do? They're not going to do like an entirely new console, but they're going to try to probably undercut the Scorpio by 50 bucks while giving you as much as they can, you know? Yeah, they're going to want to do something, aren't they? Because Nintendo's dropped their consoles, so, I mean, yep. released it. I um, hope Nintendo have dropped their consoles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, so there's no more surprise from Nintendo. You know, we've we've not got anything expected from Sony, so Microsoft have got a clear shot at this Christmas at the moment, mm-hmm. haven't they? So, uh, quite possible, unless do... the Scorpio bombs. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, and this is just kind of some minor news uh, in the uh, latest near Autonoma DLC, um, which should be actually coming soon. Uh, the Square Enix CEO and Platinum Games presidents uh, will be in the game as a boss battle. Nice. Um, there, I, I did see a trailer for it, and it's freaking ridiculous as hell like you you show up and you talk to this person and they're like you want to fight it's like yeah they're like okay this might break the immersion a little bit and it's like that's okay <laughs> it's like are you sure that's okay it's like yeah totally game right and so you, she goes down into the arena to fight and this man dressed in a business suit starts floating down from the sky <laughs> and just settles down and introduces himself and then the fight starts and then yeah but if it's if it's the Square Enix CEO, you're not going to be able to win against him, are you? <laughs> what, what developer's going to code him in? Uh, yeah, it, right. He's going to be godlike powered, unbeatable, isn't he? I mean, <laughs> maybe uh, he's going to be know. a pushover from the trailer. Really? Um, oh, okay. I, mean, I didn't think the boss would be quite too. Oh yeah, yeah. Add me into that DLC, and yeah. Oh, you can beat, stab, and bleed. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, really. They, Part part way through the battle, the um, Platinum Games president comes down, and so you end up fighting both of them at the same time. Oh, which seriously? I, which, which I think is is what the challenge is. Um, and he he seems to be pretty tough, like kicking you up into the air and juggling you and stuff like that. So, um, okay, it's just getting strange now, then, isn't it? Well, I mean, it was a strange game to begin with, so I, I think it's totally. Uh, is on it board. one of those Japanese RPG games? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, so it's it's a it's a platinum style action game for the most right. part. 
but it, it definitely has all of those weird JRPG themes in him. Um, yeah. Crazy, crazy, odd looking, almost cute robots, except that they're really, really creepy kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's a very strange game. Um, and then finally, uh, Marvel Heroes Omega was announced. Uh, it's coming to PS4. Uh, the, sorry, the beta is coming to PS4 um, on April 21st, which is a full week before Xbox One, I believe. Yay! Yeah, I think it's a free-to-play game, um, if that's your type of thing, and, and you buy heroes and all that kind of stuff. Ah, I, so I what you mean is it's free-to-play, but buy-to-win? Yeah, probably. Uh, you cool. have to, I think, purchase the Founders Pack to participate in the beta, too, so it's not entirely free-to-play at this point. <laughs> uh, but so that's going to be in, what, three days on Friday? You have to buy the characters as well, then. And you only get, uh, like, token to play as some for a small period, things like that. I don't know that they've revealed exactly how the um, starting roster of heroes will go. I mean, they, they have to start you off with something, obviously, if it's going to be free-to-play. But they, they haven't said if they're going to do, like, a uh, League of Legends-style rotation, or... If, you know, you'll start off with one or two and the rest you have to buy. Uh, I'm not really sure. They need something to really kind of draw people in. Because you see this and I just sort of go, yeah. No, it yeah, yeah it's, it's like if you get the, if you purchase the Founders Pack, then you will be guaranteed to get Daredevil when he comes out. And it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> and then a couple of months after the Founders Pack has been released... You just get Daredevil for a couple of pounds anyway. Right. They've got um, one of the things in the Founders Pack was I think you got like Iron Fist and, and someone else. Um, but but they they were like, oh, yeah. And it's totally going to be exclusive for a whole six months to the Founders Pack. Yeah. But that means that after the after those six months, it's no longer <laughs> exclusive. So you could have just bought them separately. So you're actually kind of getting screwed out of some money. Yeah, uh, I don't know that trailer. Loki and Star Lord don't even look like their characters, mm. unless this is based off of some comic book variation. I don't recognize. But, yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't look great necessarily. The character design is a little bit weird. Um, they are definitely. It looks like they are trying to borrow from the movies when they created these characters. And then, like, make them not look like those actual characters. So, like, their faces are different, even though their kind of costume is the same. Mm. Uh, I guess that's to avoid. Even, even, okay. even down to, if you watch the trailer, like, Star-Lord just spontaneously starts dancing in literally the exact same way that he did at the end of the movie. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So, we'll see mm. how that goes. It's free to play. So, that, that's, uh, that's never bad for players. Yeah. Is it like an online one, or is it single player, or what's it kind of? You know, I don't, know, I don't know. I imagine it's got to be online, right? Free to play. Mm. It's got to have some kind of online something. Yeah, it's going to be an online one, isn't it? With free to play. Yeah. So, with the news out of the way, time for the topic of the week. Um, and because we actually have a demo releasing, I thought it would be uh, interesting to talk about um, demo discs and whatnot. What, what were your favorite demos? Which demos did you play? Oh wow. Of? Um, um, I haven't played a demo since 1997. Right. <laughs> um, I, I, I used to get PlayStation magazines yep. with yeah. demos specifically for them. 
Yep. Uh, and the best one I played was back in 1997 when the original Grand Theft Auto was being released. I played the demo for that. Um, and on that demo disc was also a demo for uh, a game called Pandemonium. Huh. I don't remember that. You don't remember Pandemonium? No. All I'll say is Google it. Just Google Pandemonium PlayStation. It was an amazing game. It was a uh, a puzzle-type game, um, what I found. But it was really, really good. Interesting. Um, but I did enjoy the, the 10 minutes that you got to play of GTA. Right. As you only, it was only a timed demo. You only got 10 minutes, and then it kicked you out to play something yeah. else. Um. I uh, I played the crap out of again. It, I'm fairly certain it was off of a magazine. I don't know if it was like official PlayStation magazine or whatever. Um, there was a totally a demo disc that had a bunch of games on it, including Wipeout. Back in the day, I played played a lot of that, and then uh, Parappa the Rapper, um, which basically it was just the first level. So all you could do was the uh, kick punch scene, and I played the crap out of that. So the, I mean, obviously, I got really good at it, but until I was basically kicking the crap out of it, uh, I can't fault you. Yeah, right. Back in the day, it was a, a solid game. Um, there was also the Masters of Taras Kasai or whatever that was, the uh, Star Wars fighting game. And uh, a friend, a friend of mine, and I, we used to hang out and we'd play and I don't know wager whatever we were wagering i can't remember um even though you only had two characters that you could use and i think one of them may have been mara jade and we had no idea who the hell that was <laughs> so uh oh and uh final fantasy 8 which came with uh brave fencer musashi so the the disc came and it was like the whole like opening prologue section of that game and i probably played through that like three or four times and even though it's only like maybe a half hour 45 minute section i'm pretty sure that i had like one session that was like four hours long because i was fighting the enemies and you can draw magic out of them and i was building up all of my magic up to 100 on everything (laughs) uh man the amount of time i had as a kid it's nothing compared to what we don't have now I know, right? Uh, what about uh, you, Ace? You got any uh, major demos? Yeah, we've got to go back to like September 1990. Uh, Ooh, six, boy. I think, yeah, launched like the original uh, September 1995. Launched like the original PlayStation, I think. Uh, wow. The demo that came with that, I think you had uh, like Wipeout, and mm-hmm. you had a beat up called Babylonia Toshinden. Anyone... Sounds familiar, yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, I played the crap out of that. I love that one. That was really good. Uh, and of course, Tekken. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, all, all the ones that sort of came with the magazines after that. You used to get a lot of really good demos back then. Um, you know, Resident Evil, Gran Turismo. Um, in, a, in a lot Adam of cases. McRae Rally. I love that. That was the best rally game. That was ever. an amazing game. Yeah. Um, in, you used to get like 
six or eight games on a demo disc sometimes. Yes, you did. And on some of the demo discs, you only got videos of the game. Yeah. (laughs) That was a a bum. That's Mm -hmm. a shame. Uh, I think once upon a time, I I, I had the original demo disc for Doom. And so I could play like the first level over and over, which was awesome. I mean, it wasn't really a demo disc. The first section of the game was essentially free. <laughs> ah. Right. Well, why not? Yeah, shareware back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I remember watching, uh, probably in the early noughties, the original Wolfenstein games mm-hmm. on the PC. Uh, yeah, I've never actually played the original Wolfenstein. I've not really. Well, I have and I haven't. I can say it's not my thing. Yeah. So, any other uh, demos that you guys can think of? Anything uh, you out of? I'm trying to think. Roll Without Cage was pretty good. Do you remember coffee. that one? There's like um, which game, one? Race Roll Cage, just like a racing one, but it had weapons and things. It was basically Wipeout, but on wheels, I think, kind of thing. There was a racing game I did play on the PlayStation 2. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the name of it was. Uh, I think I had a demo for the original Gran Turismo. I might be mistaken about that. No, yeah, that was on there, yeah. Yeah, um, because I played a lot of that. It was like, you only had one track and maybe two cars that you could use, but I played that a lot. Yeah. Was it last week that I mentioned Tenchu, a stealth um, ninja game? Yeah. um, That, um, I remember playing the demo of the second one, um, um, and I thought, yeah, now I've got to get this, and then then I picked up the first one, I think, because of that. mm -hmm. So... Definitely remember playing that one. And then um, I usually just love the demos that come with the consoles, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. Did yeah. they actually do demos for the PlayStation 3? Um, actually, no, maybe they didn't. Because I'm pretty that. sure by then they'd already started dying out. Yeah, I think they had, hadn't they? I remember playing that well, that was uh, in the bathtub game, which was just a sort of tech demo, wasn't it? <laughs> that, was, that was about a year after the 360 came out, but... Um, Demos, I think, were mandatory at that time for the 360 games, so I have to imagine that a lot of the games already had demos that they were probably releasing on the PS3, uh, just because they had to for um, for the 360. Mm. I might be totally mistaken. I, I didn't get a PS3 until much later. So I got one in 2009, mm-hmm. but I didn't really do much with it. Um, I feel like I've played uh, a Resident Evil demo, but I can't remember what it was. I I think I played the original Resident Evil demo. Yeah. Um, I think, if I'm right, I played as Leon. Well, not in the original. It might have been the same. See, I can't... I like Resident Evil, but I'm not a fan of the games. I prefer the films. Yeah. I know, right? Just shoot me now. Well, you know, it's funny because Ace is a huge fan of the action-oriented uh, Resident Evil games, and you're a fan of the movies. So, I think I think that. I like. Don't the, get me wrong. I like the I like games. The I just can't play the games. And I'm yeah. I'm a huge zombie fan. Resident Evil introduced me to that, but 
I ain't got a bloody clue how to play a Resident Evil game properly, so I don't bother. Yeah. I think the last Resident Evil game I actually tried to play was uh, <clears throat> Code Veronica X on the PlayStation yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. I think I've probably bought it like two more times after that, too. As you do with Resident Evil games, I think. Yeah. All right, so I think that's it for demos for us. Um, let us know which demos you happen to like. Um, and if and you which actually one have like... any still. Yeah, I know, right? Are there any demo discs that you still have? What were what are you nostalgic for? Uh, let us know. Not being uh, ill, I'm nostalgic for that. Yeah, right. The good old days of not being sick as a dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ace, it's that time. Yay! <laughs> right, uh, welcome to Top of the Pops, uh, 50 most popular trophies this week on truetrophies.com. Woo! As played by you, the gamers. Um, yeah. So we swap out a couple of the new entries for newer entries this week. Uh, <laughs> first place uh, cements itself, and uh, Zero Dawn slips ever closer to the horizon. Everyone tunes in for the trophies second to my puns first. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, bumped from the list this week were Drawn to Death and Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at number four, down a spot from last week is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, at spot 29, still the same trophy, f- secret one for completing the game. 248 wins, uh, plus five other trophies. So, slightly more wins than last uh, last week. So, mm, a little bit of resurgence. Maybe people t- trying to finish it off this week. Yeah, last few, it seems like. Mm, yeah. Uh, so that's that. It's probably I don't know. It's probably going to disappear soon. I should think. Yeah, there's a new uh, Telltale game this week, so uh, uh, I imagine that <laughs> that'll be uh, what probably six trophies that almost anybody that plays it will end up getting because it's so linear. Um, you know, um, um, they're all actually listed as one. Apparently, at the moment. Huh. Interesting. Uh, they've not been changed out, but it's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series. Yeah. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Telltale pushing another one out there. So hopefully yeah. their quality doesn't start to drop. Um, so yeah, and five five other trophies for Horizon Zero Dawn, which is down from the twenty seven last week. So it's um, no longer consuming the chart. Yeah. So there we go. Um, so in at number three, one of our first new entries is Skyforge at spot twenty. Uh, trophy Immortal. Hmm. Uh, Two hundred eighty three wins uh, plus four other Skyforge trophies in the top fifty. So it's a reasonable uh, start and appearance there. Um, looking on the website, we do seem to have a slight problem with this one. I think there's two regions. Um, I wanted to try uh, and rename one to EU, but it wouldn't let me because of the um, conflict with the uh, with the um, name existing twice. So we'll try and we'll try yeah, and get that fixed the thing. for everyone. 
<laughs> we'll try and get what? that fixed and then um, split out because I suspect one's probably EU and the other one's NA. I suspect it's a free download. Did I just see that? Um, it might be a free game. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought it was just a new release. Uh, let me see because I just I was trying to figure out what it was and I just clicked on something and Skyforge become an immortal in Skyforge, a new free to play action MMORPG set in the oh, unique sci fi yes. fantasy world, etc., etc. And then so, just yes, under yes. that, there's a little button that says free download. So uh, this yes, might sorry, actually be right. a free game. It's yeah, free to play. There is like um, they said something like there is a premium subscription kind of thing, but you can earn it. With in-game currency, hey. someone's been playing it for a while, and they've already got like um, a month's worth of premium earned in-game. So, not bad. If you if you play it a lot, I think it kind of pays for itself, if that makes sense. Although I'm sure there's there's other bits with experience that you can buy um, yeah. to sort of speed your progress. I think um, it looks interesting. I, I watched a quick video of it, and um, yeah, I don't know, but. Looking at the actual battles while they were sort of talking, it looked a bit samey to me. Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I'm quite picky with my kind of online MMORPG or whatever they are. I want something something new, something a bit different than just a kind of what looks to be a constant hack and slash. But uh, yeah, you know, some well, people love that. I mean, it just annoys me because people give me stick for enjoying collecting feathers in Assassin's Creed. And I'm like, yeah. but there are people that are willing to go through dungeons and just hash at something, watch it go from 500 health down to zero, collect something and do that billions of times. And they're happy with that. So why well, anyway, we're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going off tangent. on tangent. Yeah, tangent yeah. complete. <laughs> um, and number two, um, the next new entry is ukulele at spot 18. Turning a pagey uh, with 290 wins plus 11 other trophies in the top 50. So a good showing there from uh, mm-hmm. Ukulele, which was released last week. I believe, yeah, it was last yeah. Tuesday on the 11th. Last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that one? Well, that one wasn't free or PSN Plus or anything, was it? it was no. Just, um, yeah. It was It was a little bit cheaper. I think it may have been $40 for us. I might be okay. mistaken. Um, so it's a um, budgeted priced game. So, um, <laughs> an- another one for this kind of banjo tui fandom sort of thing, from the sounds of things. Yep, yep. So, probably pretty much like the the other ones. It's probably not going to be around for very long. Um, probably <clears throat> leaving, not. Probably not. Yeah, leaving a number one, still maintaining its spot from last week, is Persona Five. Twenty six um, other trophies. With twenty six other trophies, yeah, four hundred and twenty eight wins for uh, beginner. Phantom Thieves. Mm-hmm. Interesting one, that one. Um, it's a slightly different one to last week. And about half the amount of pops for I Am Thou, which was like 952 wins, I think. Um, okay. And it had 15 other trophies uh, in the top 50 last week. So it's um, it's got more trophies, less wins on the top one. So mm-hmm. I guess that means maybe uh, people are coming back to... F- get more trophies in it and finish it off, but not quite Definitely. so many starting this week. Yep. Think that way. Yeah, so there we go. Um, predictions for next week. Do we think uh, Zero Dawn is definitely going to drop below the horizon? Finally. Yeah, it should do. And um, 
Skyforge, I don't know. See how how popular people enjoy that one. And I'm, I'm guessing there's only five trophies, so it's probably the kind of game that doesn't chuck them all at you straight away. You've probably got to put in quite a few hours for each uh, each one. So, well, yeah, they want they want to keep you playing as long as possible. Playing, so. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe it might be at the bottom. Uh, depends mm-hmm. how long people stick with it. Uh, ukulele, I suspect, is going to disappear. And um, what did you yeah. say? I think Persona Five is still still going strong and is getting stronger. So I say it's probably about another week or two in that at least. Um, yeah, it might fall a little bit, but I think it's going to hang in there. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. That's uh, this week's uh, top of the pops. Uh, look forward to seeing uh, what we get next week. Awesome. All right. So it is time for what we have been playing. What have we been playing? Uh, what do you What have you been up to, Dave? I have been going between Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands on the PS4 to the Xbox One. Now, there's method in my madness. Mm-hmm. Yes, both games are the same. But the difference between them is actually the PS4 is a lot better graphic-wise. Of course it is. Uh, the Xbox One. <laughs> For how long? Ah, uh, yes, Scorpio. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't That's know what Scorpio is going to hold. Nobody knows, really. All they've done is yeah. just thrown stats out there that they could have plucked from, say, a, a whiteboard and gone, hey, look at these numbers. These would look good next to these. Um, but um, Ghost Recon itself is a really good game Um, it's got story it's got a bit of depth it's got a hell of a lot of collectibles if that's what you're into Um, got some funny one liners Um, the missions can be fun collectibles make my knee shake that you, you're talking, <laughs> yeah. you've got 19 provinces to basically go through, or what feels like 19, there's quite a lot. It, it's a huge open world area. Sounds like a strategic uh, just cause. It, it's really strategic. Now, it is like just cause in a way, because you've got to liberate, or try and liberate places in a fashion. Yeah. But you don't actually, like, it doesn't feel like you win because you don't kick the enemy out of the area. Yeah. Um, But the game itself is actually really good on the lines of it's got a lot of different uh, biomes, shall we say. One minute you can be in the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. It be a really dense jungle. Next minute, you can be up a mountain in snow. Nice. It, it really does work. Um, it covers a vast area from one side of the map to the other. You're talking a good 15, 20 minutes flying. Wow. And that's with dodging SAM missiles and stuff like that. Yeah. But the game itself, great story. It just doesn't feel like when you actually take the boss down, 
and take the rest of the cartel down, it doesn't feel like the game is complete. It still feels like there's something to do, even though you've actually got nothing left to do story-wise. Unlike The Division, where you complete it and you actually feel like you've accomplished something. Both very different games, obviously. I'm... Just let's get that out there in before people start creating. Both very different games, but it just feels like you've not finished it. Even though you've took the the main guy down and the rest of the cartel, you've totally deconstructed everything that this guy's worked for. Um, But it, it just didn't have the... I've accomplished it, Phil, even though you've got the trophy to say it's done. There's nothing quite as disheartening as putting all that effort into something and then it's just, it doesn't feel like you really succeeded too well, you know? So, uh, Ace, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, Just one thing. Every time I see that game title, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, I keep, I don't know why, something in my head, I keep wanting to say Wetlands. (laughs) 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 I'm going to type it or say it wrong one day, I know it. Uh, Let's see, a couple of things. Um, I suppose we're allowed to mention it on here. Uh, Yesterday, I booted up my Switch again, and there was an update, 2.2.0. Uh, pleased to say they finally fixed the reading of Amiibos and copying the Mii's. So I've got my little smiley face me from when I first got the Wii U and set that up, finally transferred that's, over. Like, that's pretty it, crucial. It is, because I couldn't be bothered to sort of recreate it from the from scratch. And I, there was part of me that, like, I want to take the me that I've had. It's been there all these years. Mm-hmm. I want to copy it. And obviously there was something special about it because it wouldn't wouldn't read it. Whereas yeah. apparently other people online, it, they would read and stuff. So I don't know if it's because EU we use just didn't work or what it was. But yeah. Anyway, so they finally fixed that. But like, good old Nintendo, just like Sony, just like everyone else. What do they put on their change notes? Um, system stability improvement. And that's of it. Of course. But, I mean, you... You could put that in. That's not giving away, like, oh, we've updated it and fixed it for reading some Amiibos. Yay! You know, but they don't. Just like Sony, it's always stability improvements. It's like, what's the point in having a changelog if you never actually put anything in it? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's like, it, it kind of is. Like, uh, there was a patch just recently, maybe yesterday, it was like 2.55 or something like that. 3.55, something like that, and I, I didn't even bother looking at it because I knew that that's all that was going to be in there, and it would—it's basically like saying, "Well, it's business as usual." <laughs> you know, we yeah. didn't add anything, we didn't change anything. In fact, you probably won't notice any kind of difference at all. <laughs> exactly. Except right. that for some reason, my, I couldn't get my Hulu app to work yesterday. So maybe, maybe they broke that. Hulu, Hulu. Yeah. Hulu apps, uh, like. Kind of like Netflix over there or something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's it's like Netflix. Um, Anime a Netflix. More, a little little more TV-centric uh, than Netflix is. Mm. Uh, but before that, let's see. Um, I went back to Max Payne 3. I've got most of the multiplayer trophies in that. The only thing I've got left are ones to get to level 40 and level 50 rank. Um, yeah. You can do some of that yourself in like the score attack mode, mm-hmm. but my goodness, it's mine. 
numbingly boring and repetitive and you'd have to do thousands and thousands of times i can't i can't remember the exact amount but um yeah to try and uh, for sanity's sake um pace that out by getting a few people online together in a boosting session um it does pay off because if you plan your grinds so you the, these are all like little counters for little things you do so many kills wearing a balaclava yeah. wearing a helmet wearing the bomb suit or you know or getting shots in the back of the head or while you're crouched or while you're in cover or while you're prone on the on the ground all those kind of things if you can get some of those because there's different levels there's bronze silver gold and platinum the platinum ones are usually more trouble than they're worth to get to that level but right. you know the the bronze silver and gold reward with xp so if you can get as nice. many of those it, it'll help shorten the, uh, the amount of time you're doing this for so um yeah I'm certainly i'm doing that um but in the meantime before i could get a group together for doing that um i did go back to some of the other games that other people were doing sessions for and mm-hmm. looking for people for um and that was Wipeout HD. Hey, so, speaking of, yeah, this this one's going back a bit. Um, it's yeah. funny, isn't it? Do you, do you ever have one of those games where obviously it was was, was it a launch one or it certainly was near to launch? Um, you get it, you play it, and you 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 stop, and your memory is that oh, I just I just couldn't get on with that one, or it just got too hard, or it just got ridiculous, yeah. and. That's, that was my memory. So I went back to it, and there's like eight events, which is like eight levels or something. And in each one, there's this collection of all different races, you know, single race, tournament, time trial, whatever. And mm. when I went and I started looking through them, I'd actually done quite a few gold on like the elite difficulty, which is the highest one. Oh. So I thought, oh, actually, I didn't do too bad. But in every single one, there was at least one race I hadn't done. And uh, I thought, well, I'll go back through these because you get a trophy for getting a medal in all of the races within an event. Right. And I started um, started getting these because I only was missing one or two here and there in the in the first few, and then yeah. I noticed a pattern that it was kind of like the same map uh, uh. every time, or the same track. Sorry, I should say the same track each time, or it was one of only two tracks. And yeah, when I started at it, it was like it's like six year old picking up the game for the first time. I was bashing into the sides, getting <laughs> stuck, and all the you know. I, I tried to do it on the elite difficulty to start with, and that that was a mistake. I dropped it Bad. down to novice, and I was still. <laughs> Still dreadful. And I'm like, how did I ever get elite gold on any of these? But uh, you know, You're after going the few, wrong way. Yeah, after a few hours, I started to get a bit better. Started to avoid hitting the sides and using the air brakes and, and the controls and everything. Um, but then I discovered some things I don't think I even realised when I played it the first time. Like you, you know, you can pick up weapons. You drive over the, or you fly over That's the, fine. the pads, and you get a weapon. And I was cursing it because I was like. I'm last and it's giving me mines. You know, that's not any, that's not a help. Or if I did manage to get first after a little bit of getting my bearings again with the controls, it would give me rockets. It's like, there's no one in front of me to shoot. I want, I want to drop mines. I want to sort of create a gap between. Uh Um, But then I realized you could, instead of pressing square to use the weapon, you can press circle to absorb it and like refill your shields a bit that you've damaged by bashing into other things. And I was like, I don't remember ever being able to do that. And I think, I I played all of those maps literally with like one oh, life, no. just 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 bashing and then blowing up, you know. Because that's funny. That. It had that mechanic in there, and I remember thinking, "This is so hard to try and get around the track without blowing up." And then <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, just I should like have been that. I should have been absorbing, yeah, repairing my shields as I went." And so after that, I, I managed to do quite well, and I managed to get through those. I was still kind of just 
wanting to get through it on novice just to get the trophies on those and they, and they go back and finish the ones unless it was like the only one to do on the on the lower ones so now yeah. i've got to the stage where i'm on the eighth event mm-hmm. um and there was like i'd only done like one or two or something in there now i've gone through all of them and i've done most of them now on just the novice one because this this is like the fastest cc or the speed and yeah. and uh yeah and the tracks are quite Quite difficult, <laughs> lots of okay. lots of corners and things, and lots of bits you can actually just fall off as well, which is you know it's like it's like Rainbow Road <laughs> in wipe in oh, wipeout no. kind of thing. So struggling with those, but I've got it down now to about four that I'm missing that I haven't done. Um, getting any any kind of medal for bronze or whatever. So struggling to try and get those last few done so that I can get um, you get campaign skins at the end of it. Yeah, and of course there's a trophy, isn't there? Online, play of with course. eight other people, with all of you having, you know, campaign one skins kind of things. <sighs> I know. I'm I'm trying to think what other games done that, but there's other ones, isn't there? You know, where you yeah. you have to have the skins. You got to get people together. I, they can't stand those ones, especially on games that are kind of a bit difficult to get together now. So desperately trying to finish those ones and get a group together so that I can get those ones and get the online ones. Um. And then the other one I've got that's on my profile, but I haven't got any trophies for, is Warhawk. I think that's because it was on my profile before there were trophies for it. <laughs> but, yep. uh, yeah, I don't know whether to to go for that one. I've got fond memories of playing the old original on PlayStation. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't actually play it. No. I remember oh, I playing the original uh, White Pant. Blasphemer. <laughs> I know, I'm a blasphemer. Do you know what the, the 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 other trophies on Wipeout? There were a couple of other ones I did. Um, mm. One is where you have to turn on the motion controls and, and not touch the the D pad or the left analog yeah. stick. My goodness, that was hard. The first bit was trying not to right. touch that, and you're just sitting there trying to wangle the controller. And I had to turn the sensitivity right down because I was just like diving my nose into the side of the track the right. whole time and just to sort of ease up on it but oh that was that you was have to hard like tape your really thumb down hard. or something to... um yeah my left thumb i kind of jammed underneath the yeah, controller oh, i'm sure i'm sure because <laughs> uh, you still you still kind of need your your index fingers to hit right. the triggers exactly. for the air brakes and and hold the controller, <laughs> and your right thumb is just on the X for acceleration, and then and then you're trying to comfortably angle this in front of you, and you can't have it on your lap, can you? Because you've got to turn like left and right, so you're holding it out in front of you, and your arms just start to ache after a while because you just, just I'm I'm <laughs> jangling left. And right. I'm glad you died, That was the hard. That was the hardest one. Yeah, that was the hardest one to get, and I was seriously just there for like an hour, Jeez. I think, just standing, yeah, just wangling this around, cussing at the, right. <laughs> the screen, and everything. Especially when it was one time I got so close, I was because you had to right. be first. Oh, was, <laughs> the finish line was in sight, <sighs> and this so and so, who I think the AI, it starts off with. He was in seventh, so he's only one in front of me. And by the end of it, I was first, and he was second, and he was bashing into me. And I thought, you should be the, you know, the AI in this one really doesn't make much sense. Yeah. You know, you're seventh. Normally, in most of these things, if they're seventh, they stay seventh, right. don't they? They don't tend to Very, change yeah. that much. But this guy seemed to have a right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm winning yeah. this one. <laughs> <laughs> like fighting with the AI. Oh dear! So he he knocked into me, and that's the worst thing because then you lose all your momentum, yeah. and you, you 
bashes you into the wall, and it, it took all my strength not to launch my <laughs> PlayStation 3 controller out the window. I bet. You get so close, but yet so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't give up, and I persevered, and I think, like, maybe two or three attempts after that, I got it, and I was like, yes, thank goodness for that. I was so happy. Mm-hmm. Because that was awful. And then immediately go and turn off all the motion controls and put yeah, it back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I know. The problem with uh, Wipeout as well is what works on one race doesn't necessarily work on another. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Wipeout. It's a classic. It's a classic for destroying TVs, controllers, consoles, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, the games I've been playing have not been too detrimental on my relationships or any of that business. Uh, I did have a chance to play Guardians a little bit today. Uh played for about an hour. It's okay. It's not the best Telltale. It's not the worst. It's got some fun things going on in there. Uh, you can make use of Star Lord's uh, little rocket slippers or whatever they are, um, and go up and down various levels within and and like investigate things. So that's pretty cool. Uh, the it's fine, <laughs> but it's kind of not their best work. Well, so it just feels a little bit odd because I don't know. Like I'm playing it and I'm thinking of the actual movie. And it feels a little bit stiff compared to that because mm. there's just something so to, to compare it to uh, the the it's more the writing I think than anything. Like Nolan North is playing Rocket and he kind of he he kills it, but you can kind of tell that he he is what's killing it, not so much the writing. The writing is kind of clumsy and hamfisted, uh, but mm. at the same time, I do have to give them credit. Uh, Playing as the Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of fun because you don't feel so compelled to just be like the good guy or the bad guy or whatever. It's like, hey, you should kind of have fun with this. So every now and then I'm being a snarky smartass or, you know, telling somebody to buzz off or whatever. You know, it's kind of kind of fun. Um, <laughs> is that a bit like uh, Tales from the Borderlands? Yeah, actually, that's, that's that- kind of what came to mind. That, to me, I have played that, and that, to me, felt like, well, hang on, I don't know if I'm the good guy here, or the bad guy, or or the what guy. And so you just kind of, sometimes you want to be the good guy and say, hey, you know, everything's going to be all right. And sometimes you just kind of want to, you know, tell somebody, you know, hey, you're an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it does that very well. It's like The Walking Dead. Yes, except... Telltale games for that. You can honestly make the most brutalist of choices, mm-hmm. and Kenny will still be your best friend. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a little less bleak, so that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did you finish episode? Uh, one? No, I mean it just came out today, so I haven't had a chance to uh, to finish it just yet. But uh, I'll probably I'll probably finish it today. Um, and then I've also played some ukulele, which was, uh, it's enjoyable. It, def- yeah, it, it definitely feels like, it feels very much like they took Banjo-Kazooie. And recoded it. it. Yeah, and they, they looked at it and was like, okay, 
So we need a thing that walks and a thing that flies. We need a move that's a hover move. And we need a butt stomp-esque type thing. And we need to be able to shoot stuff. And we need a move that allows you to go up steep inclines. And, you know, it's like it feels like they just took that and, you know, redid it. You know, they didn't really build upon it so much as they just did it differently. So instead of a bird jumping out of your pack backpack, you turn into a little ball and you roll up the incline or whatever. Um, so it, it's it's enjoyable, but I don't think that it's particularly anything special. I think it sticks to its roots a little too much uh, to to really be great. But it does have a an enjoyable sense of humor and you know it pokes fun at Spyro or whatever else. Um, the you start off in an area where like apparently the the two characters are living in a crashed pirate ship or something and the ship is called bat ship crazy <laughs> it's like <laughs> great. uh so it's got a good sense of humor about it uh and and that's actually pretty enjoyable music is good the uh animal voices are as irritating as they've ever been um so it's enjoyable i i if you're down for more of that kind of stuff then it is something that you'll probably enjoy. It's just, it's not going to blow you away. There's just some stuff about it where you're just like, man, they just didn't really do anything with this. It is exactly what I remember. Um, so that's kind of unfortunate. Uh, and then finally, I played uh, The Sexy Brutale, which was a very enjoyable game. I would highly recommend it. Uh, it's essentially like Majora's Mask or, or Groundhog Day mixed with clue and you are in this mansion casino where the staff are killing the various guests in the hotel you live through the same 12 hours over and over so it starts at noon on saturday and at midnight on saturday it throws you back to the beginning and you keep going through it over and over and you're trying to figure out how to stop these people from dying basically uh it's uh it's really well done. The mm. puzzles are kind of brutal. Um, trying to, you know, figure out what's going on just because it really doesn't tell you a whole lot. And it does that really well, but it, it, it is very hard. It's like, okay, you enter a new wing of the uh, mansion and it's, these are the people that you're trying to save. This is when they die. This is what they look like. And if there's multiple people, it'll be like, and this is their relation. And that's it. You have to find out where they die, how they die, who kills them, you know, like all of this stuff. You have no idea. You have to just go and find it and figure it out and then work backwards. Um, and it, it's fascinating just like trying to puzzle through all of this stuff. And, and it could be really tough without a guide. Um, once you know everything, it takes about an hour to get through. But it took me probably five or so hours to get through the game on my first playthrough just trying to figure out how all of it worked. Um, but it is thoroughly enjoyable. The uh, The environment is fantastic. The, the casino and mansion is uh, really interesting. The guests are interesting. Uh, the staff is a little bit quirky when they're running around like, oh man, I totally should have brought a mop with me. It's like, you just shot a dude. <laughs> you know, and he's complaining about, ah, I should have brought a mop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely, if you're, into that kind of like deep logic puzzle solving and weird time travel bits and 
minor supernatural elements and stuff like that. It's very enjoyable. Uh, I did write a review. It is on the site if you're interested in taking a read uh, and seeing what that's about. Uh, I gave it a, a four out of five stars. So, quite, yeah, quite an enjoyable game. I would I'd definitely recommend it. Because I quite like the board game Cluedo. Yes, yep. Yeah, and it's it's in a way, I mean, obviously it's not quite that, like the feel of the mansion and the events is kind of like that. Um, but obviously, um, it's a, it's a, it's a not quite the same thing. Like you've got an idea of who's going to kill the person, you know, it's like, it's a generic staff person, so. but mm-hmm. yeah, figuring it out all out is, is just, it's, it's fantastic. The only problem that I actually had with the game is like, it's kind of dark soulsy in that it can be really hard to figure out what's going on and, and stop it. Once you stop it you feel really good about yourself except that you're not being really pulled to the next victim so that you can save them. There's just kind of like this lull afterwards. And because it can take so long to figure out the solution and save the next person, it can be a little bit daunting. So like you just finished spending half an hour saving this next per this person and the next person might take upwards of 45 minutes just to figure it all out. And it it's, it's kind of exhausting. Um, and so like after you finish saving somebody, you almost kind of have to put the controller down and step away and just like breathe. So it actually, in some ways kind of discourages you from playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, does it save it at that point? Yeah. Or if you mess up, do you then have to go back and remember what you did to save the first person, then save the second person, and then try and save the third. So person you don't again? have to save them all at once. Um, like that's not the goal is okay. to like figure out, you know, okay, I saved this person and then you save the second person and then you save the third person. And now you're like, oh man, now I know how to save all three of these people and you have to save all three of them in one day. Um, it's nothing quite like that. Uh, it, the, okay. yeah, <laughs> um, the, there is an overarching story, which theoretically would carry you from victim to victim so that you'd feel compelled to, to do it. But after like the first 10 minutes or so, the story just disappears until like the very end of the game. And then it comes rushing back in the last like half hour, 45 minutes is nothing but that story. So uh, it, mm, it kind of drops okay. the ball on having the opportunity for that story to drag you from victim to victim to keep you invested in the game rather than putting it down and taking a rest. But that's really like mm. the biggest flaw, <clears throat> biggest flaw for that game is that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, so I would definitely, you know, check out the review, see what you think. Uh, A lot of people are in kind of the same boat. I think they're in the uh, like eight, eight point five range for the most part. So it's been received received pretty well. I've heard it is quite good. So what what did you think? And I have seen gameplay of it. I I heard both of you talking at the same time, and I didn't understand either of you. Dave, go. I like cheese. No, serious. On a, on a serious note, <laughs> uh, that sexy brew tale is actually quite mm-hmm. good. Um, I have seen gameplay of it, and it really does look quite fun. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It, it does have that um, who done it? Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmes murder mystery type thing to it. Mm-hmm. All right, so trivia. Which of these early PS3 games never received a trophy patch? Is it Metal Gear Solid 4, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, Warhawk, or Grand Theft Auto 4? 
Oh, wow. Um, which one was the second oh. one again? Yeah. Uh, so you've got Metal Gear Solid 4, uh-huh. Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls, Warhawk, or Grand Theft Auto 4. I'm going to say Elder Scrolls. Uh, then you are actually both correct. It was, in fact, uh, the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. Uh, I did think that. Sort of, literally to the point where they event- eventually ended up releasing a Game of the Year edition, and it still didn't have trophy support. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's going to be it for us this week. Um, obviously, the Sexy Brutal review is up. Uh, I also did the latest community interview with uh, Dirty Little Sith. So, and that went up on Sunday, so that's still up. Um, it's actually, I think, at the top of the page at this point. People are still talking about it, so definitely jump into that. Um, you can follow us at True Trophies. You can follow me at underscore brand foo. Um, and Dave, if I'm not mistaken, you're a gamer maven. I am gamer maven, yes. So fantastic. You can follow Dave at gamer maven. Um, obviously, we're on iTunes and we're on Google Play. And if you feel inclined to, uh, make us happy then you can go on there and leave us a review of any kind you certainly be honest give us five stars but be honest and tell us what we're doing wrong or right or whatever you want to see uh let us know how we're doing um and until next time uh we'll see you soon have fun bye i was gonna say if if oh, no. they do um if you do um uh listen to us on the good old true trophies website mm-hmm. you can um select the podcast link and just get a list of um all our podcasts and all our previous ones and you can subscribe on the right hand side as well which is indeed what i do yeah indeed and leave us a comment there because we do we do love to read them yes, yeah yeah we I do mean, we yes usually usually end up poking around in there so you know if, if you start commenting we tend to talk to people <laughs> um but yeah i and I, I make a point to um if you check the article i do make a point to leave the links for itunes and google play so you can just hop on there and leave a review yeah, and you can put the link in for our one. It's twotrophies.com slash news slash tags slash podcast to get all the podcasts. Yes. <laughs> Just to remember that next time I might not be ill. Yeah, right. All right, so uh, I guess that's it for us this week. Yada, yada, have fun, and we'll see you soon. Bye. See ya. Nothing, Dave? Well, see ya. Sorry. <laughs> Bye.